Thanks for tuning in to the Direct Access to Oxford Physical Therapy podcast, where we talk about your body, how it moves, and empowering you with the knowledge to manage and treat your pain or discomfort. You will also get an exclusive behind-the-scenes look at a successful private practice. You have the questions, and we have the answers. Now let's get moving. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Direct Access to Oxford Physical Therapy podcast. I'm your host, Matt. And your co-host, Allie. And actually, I'm back this week, (laughs) live in person. You guys got a little respite from me last week, but happy to be back. And super shout out to Allie because she did an amazing job in my absence. Did you hear everybody telling you to give me a raise? (laughs) We were flooded. We were just flooded. But special guests today joining us are our manager of our Oxford and Hamilton offices, Lisa DeBoard. Hello. Hey, Lisa. How are (laughs) you? We're doing great. And Lisa brought along a special guest for a special patient testimonial. This is Kathy. Hi. Hi, Kathy. Let's start at the beginning. I know Lisa met Kathy in her initial evaluation. So what brought you to us in the very beginning? The very beginning, I came in because I have had four um, major back surgeries. Wow. And spine surgeries. Um, and I've had, my last one was a fusion, and so I've had had a lot of disability following the fusion, and I started here back then, and then periodically I have to come back just to get loosened up again because I have so much metal. Sure. You mentioned, um, you said disability. Not a lot of patients throw around those kind of words, so I'm kind of picking up you might have some health care in your background, Kathy. I'm a registered nurse. Oh, wow. And what kind of nursing have you done over your career? Oh, let's see, name it. <laughs> really? Yeah, doctor's office, nursing homes, hospitals, okay. I home care, insurance. Oh, wow. And right now I work for a home care agency that provides care primarily to patients that were injured by nuclear energy. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Wow. That's fantastic work. Yeah, I'm sure those patients need a lot of help. Mm, they do. Yeah. Well, Lisa, take us back to kind of when you first met Kathy clinically. What were you guys working on, and and what did that look like? So Kathy walks kind of bent over from her back pain, and she was uh, doing home health and just was working with the patients and having increased back pain. So we were seeing her in October. Was that about right in my time frame? No. No. I think you were seeing me before because I got sick in August. Oh, gosh. Okay. So... Yeah, July maybe. and um, Time flies. Lisa and I were reminiscing before because she and I are old friends, and we can't believe 20 years has gone by. So she lost two months right there. Yeah, <laughs> Actually, Lisa, I was doing uh, care when you saw me in October. I had come back, but oh. I had taken a leave because I called in and said, I've got COVID. I don't think yes. you want me to come in. Yeah, so. And they said, nope. Yeah, and so you were one of our patients. Uh that we knew you were hospitalized, weren't you? Yes, twice. Yeah. And so when you came back, it was no longer just a back issue. No. Yeah. So then we had to start working with endurance and getting you back to functioning because we had to get you back to working. Right. I, I was very, very debilitated. I couldn't walk more than five or six feet. And then I, I had pneumonia as well with the COVID and was so short of breath that I just was panting and so weak I just wanted to slide right down to the floor and go to sleep. So talk to us about your recovery. Um, When you were going through rehab I mean 
obviously slow because it's a hard recovery from pneumonia. But tell us what it looked like with COVID. Well, <laughs> it um, it's a very slow, like you said. At first, the girls started me on just like walking in place, sitting in a chair, lifting my knees. Uh, you can't see, but I'm sitting here doing it. <laughs> lifting my knees and walking in place and then kicking out just to get those muscles stretched out again. Sure. And uh, and then gradually to standing up and working in place and eventually on to the yeah. big things. Yeah. So how were you looking by December, by Christmas? Oh, by Christmas, I felt like myself again. Yeah. I th- actually, I was back to work by Christmas. Yeah. So, and we were just having conversation before we started this, that you were, we stole you from a card game today. Yes. And you were kind of um, telling people about your process and you had a friend and. Yes, she had COVID about two months after I did. Mm -hmm. And she was sharing with me today. She said, I am so exhausted. She said, I just, I don't want to do anything. I take five steps and I just want to sit down in a chair and go to sleep. And I said. You need to call your doctor, who we go to the same doctor, by the way. I said, you need to call her, and you need to tell her that you need physical therapy. And you can tell her Kathy said so. And um, I said, because that will get you strength, and that will get your muscles and, and you know, your metabolism and everything yeah. built back up. Get that endurance again. Because I, I don't think I would be working now if yeah. I hadn't. That's awesome. That's amazing. Well, Lisa did such a good job. I might, with Between Lisa and Allie, I might be able to retire from the host. <laughs> you guys are rocking it out. I was going to say, we could just slip out and let you guys talk. <laughs> yeah, but I want to back up a little bit. So um, as a healthcare provider, when you got the diagnosis of COVID, take me through what that was like. I'm sure at that time it was probably pretty scary. It was. Um, my husband, he went up to get blood work and... and um, the girl was coughing and hacking all over. And so the nurse in me, you know, when he came home and told me, I called up and I said, because he kind of got sick that night. Uh-huh. And I called up and said, you know, you shouldn't do this. You shouldn't have people working that close with patients. She said, oh, well, he probably needs to go get a COVID test up to Dayton. So I, 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 I don't think so, but okay, it's free. So we drove up there and two days later they called and said, you're positive for COVID. And I did a, you know, because at that time we really thought COVID was this almost death sentence yeah. in the beginning. And we didn't know that much about it. So then sure. my doctor sent me for one and I was positive too. And at first we were just extremely tired. Uh-huh. Just, I mean, we get up at six thirty, seven in the morning and we were sleeping until noon. Wow. And um, then it started where we didn't want to eat. Uh-huh. No energy. And I have a lot of equipment at home. So I had a pulse oximeter yeah. you put on your finger. And I checked and my sat was in the 80s, which is yeah. not good. Yeah. Tell so our listeners what would be normal. Normal, ideally, should be 95 to 100% saturation of oxygen in yeah. your blood. Yeah. And 90 is okay if you have, and I, and I was just diagnosed with asthma just before I, this happened. And so... Anyway, I I called my doctor, and she told me to go to the emergency room, So, and my husband, too, because both of us were just, we couldn't eat, so we went. They admitted us overnight, and the next morning, they sent us back home 
some IV fluids. I had to have some potassium and some IV fluids and some blood work. And um, so I was home then for about a week and I just kept going downhill and my my breathing was just getting worse. And finally, I called and I said, what else can you do? And I don't want to go to the hospital. And she said, you need to go. And so finally, she talked me into it. So I went over to Fort Hamilton and I was admitted. And I was there three days this time. In a, I guess it was, it looked like an ICU room, but I wasn't in ICU as such. And I had to have IV fluids and a lot of potassium and um, respiratory treatments and just really was very, very weak and, and finally began to get an appetite back. So, yeah. so when you, um, when you first came back to therapy, did you come back specifically with the intention of building up strength and endurance after COVID or were you returning just for your previous back issues that were unfinished? No, I had, I had talked with my doctor because at that time we were doing phone you know, uh, visits. And I talked to her and I, and she suggested, uh, what about your therapy? Weren't you in it? And I said, yeah, but I don't think I could do what they had me doing. Uh And she said, well, why don't you go back and just get your, yourself built back up, get your stamina, get your muscles that have been really weak and kind of mush, mush for a while. (laughs) And, uh, so I did. And when I walked in, I thought, I don't know what they're going to do with me. Yeah. Well, I think that's important because we have so many patients that I like to call skeptics. Mm -hmm. You know, they come in and I think it's counterintuitive. You know, if I was a patient and didn't know better and I thought, I'm tired and I'm run down. Now I'm supposed to go do exercise to make that better. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't think, oh, that's going to build things up. So take us through those first couple of visits, if you can remember. How did you feel? Sure. (laughs) Yeah, that says it all. Yeah, I, you know, I I would sit there and I would do the, they had me at first just sitting in a chair and going up on my toes and down, you know, with my legs, you know, sitting in the chair. And then went from there to kicking straight out. And, um, and I thought, what is this doing? Well, it did a lot because it began to build up. The, the muscles in my legs again, and it also increased my endurance. Yeah. And, and mentally, what was the mental battle like figuring that pushing your legs up and down was now difficult when before that was no challenge? That's, that's really kind of a downer, and especially when you happen to be a professional and a healthcare yeah. worker. Yeah. It's like, this isn't supposed to happen to me. Sure, sure. <laughs> I'm I'm the healer. Well, not healer, but you know what yeah. I mean. I'm the one on the healing side of the fence, not the... Well, I think historically, and I'll, I'll throw myself into this group as, as healthcare providers, we make bad patients. Oh, yes. Because <laughs> They're horrible patients. I, I think we all think we know better, and we think this just what you said. Mm-hmm. This isn't supposed to happen to me, so... How long into uh, your rehab when you came back did you start to see a little glimmer of hope or some light at the end of the tunnel? Was it a, a week, two weeks, a day? When well, I started you... seeing improvement after about a week. Wow, that's fantastic. And they gave me a few home exercises. Uh-huh. And then uh, after two weeks, I think about three weeks in, I went back to work. Fantastic. And uh, and I do home care, so, you know, I'm climbing steps. And yeah. I, fortunately, I don't do home care that has a lot of hands-on, like, you know, personal care or anything like that, because our, our clients, like I said, are 
ones who have been injured by nuclear energy. And so mostly they're respiratory or a lot of cancers. And uh, But still, it, there's a lot of stamina to going back to For sure. uh, driving and in and out of houses. But I went back to work, and I'm still working. That's fantastic. And uh, you, you mentioned to me earlier, because um, I know that you mentioned Steve, who's mm-hmm. one of our physical therapy assistants and has been with us for years. You've been a previous patient even before this back episode. Oh, yes. I Periodically, I have to because my lower back is really kind of a mess and... I'm not real good about doing my home exercises. <laughs> That's okay. We have children to put through college. <laughs> <laughs> but in, uh, in all seriousness, what would you say, Kathy, is the reason that you choose Oxford when you need therapy time after time? I would choose it, and I recommend it to anybody who asks me because, one, and this, this counts for a lot. They're friendly. Yeah, You don't want to walk into a place where you feel like you're taking up their time mm-hmm. or in their way. And, and everybody is so funny and so friendly in here, but they're tough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They are well, tough and they don't put up with anything. And Steve, if you're listening to this, I haven't forgotten how awful you <laughs> yelled at me because I was taking taking my exercises too fast. <laughs> no, seriously, I... I miss Steve, but the girls here are just, they're fabulous, but they're tough and they keep on you. They keep moving just like Steve did and they get results. Yeah. Well, it's fantastic. It sounds like for you, I mean, what a difference in just a number of weeks. So I would, uh, I would say to anyone listening, if you have a loved one or yourself and have experienced COVID and aren't back to normal, I mean, use this as a great example of what you can do for yourself, you know? Absolutely. If if you're out there and you're post-COVID and you feel like you wish somebody just shoot you, talk to your doctor about physical therapy and Oxford Physical Therapy. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but talk to them about that because it is a wonderful, wonderful way to get yourself back in shape. You can lay there and you can just keep going downhill and and I'm 75 years old, I need to add. That's fantastic. And I'm working, you know, so yeah. so that says a lot for physical therapy. Yeah, that's fantastic. And how's your husband doing, by the way? He He's doing real good. Good. Fantastic. I'm glad he, he doesn't have too. serious back issues, so he didn't have, you know, as much debility. Well, yeah, it's just, it's crazy how it affects some folks differently than others, mm-hmm. you know. So that's one of, to me you know, through this course of the last 13 months is just the mystery of this virus is how some folks get it and are totally fine. I have a 13-year-old son, and he had a teammate get um, on his baseball team get COVID, and this little 13-year-old was knocked down for three weeks. Oh, yeah. You know, so it's just crazy how it affects some and not others. And, um, you know, thankfully, we're learning about it, and we're able to help some folks and, and get better. So, Lisa, anything from your standpoint to add? I don't think so. I just, I think it's a testament to you as a patient that did do your home exercise program that you committed to it and got better though. Yes. My husband made me one of those balance boards, uh-huh. you know, you go like this Yeah. and I bought a bicycle, uh, not a stationary sure. folding bike. Mm-hmm. And, um, I have a bunch of stretchy bands that I've collected <laughs> over the years That's fantastic. and he gets after me every evening. It's time because he does his exercises every night and says, come on, 
We're going to go do our exercises. Yeah. Very good. That's fantastic. It's good to have a partner like that. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, thanks everybody for tuning in. And Kathy, thanks so much for sharing your story yeah. with Thank us. Thank you. And Lisa, thanks for being here. Thanks. Allie, co-host. You got the co-host today and not host. She doesn't have beads of sweat on her forehead. No, I don't this time, but I got to hear a great story. Thanks for being here. Well, thanks everyone for tuning in. We'll talk to you soon. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. You can find us online at OxfordPhysicalTherapy.com, and you can also find us on our social media pages like Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. Remember, you do not need a doctor's referral to receive physical therapy in the state of Ohio and Kentucky, where we offer double the care for less than half the cost. You can schedule appointments online or stop into any center for a free screen, what we like to call a bee visit. Please write a review, send us a comment or message on our social media platforms, and until next time, keep it moving!